0: I'm Jess.
1: And I'm George.
0: And this is TransFantastic,
1: a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it.
0: This researcher is looking for experiences of parents who are gender non-conforming and gender I'm diverse. Shaking my head yes. Yes, he is. So the link is in the show notes, and it also was on our social media earlier this week. And more experiences of families like ours, families like maybe yours, families like people you might know. Pass this link on. Get our experiences into the research and therefore into the professional's brainses.
1: Yes. And the picture of the person doing the survey looked like a queer person to me.
0: I think so. They have done numerous studies on queer parents of same-sex relationship parents.
1: I appreciate that. Yes. That they're doing these studies. It's good. It is good.
0: And we were doing this survey, and it was kind of funny because they have one for each of us.
1: Yes, one for me and one for my partner.
0: And seeing as how both of us are gender diverse, I don't know if they have one for cis partners of trans people. But I know that they have the option to state your gender and your partner's gender. And then you have the option to say how the children came to be part of your family, whether it's from a former relationship or whether one of you carried a child or whether it was adopted or fostered or whatever. They have all these different options. And I think it's pretty cool because I didn't see any options that they really left out.
1: And you pay attention to that because those do. are words.
0: They're words. Mm-hmm. And I would be thinking, hey, wait a minute, what about? And I I didn't have that sense anywhere in the survey, so it was really cool. Well,
1: that because at the end also, at the end of each selection, there's an...
0: Is there anything else you would like us to know other, about this topic?
1: Another in a box to write something else in. Yes. If you don't want those things. hmm Or you want to add something.
0: They always have the option to write in your own answer if the selections that they had were unacceptable or not fitting Mm -hmm. and then they had some questions after they asked about the kids they asked about relationship dynamics yes and these we found a little bit amusing yes because there was a question uh you rate each of these things how much do you do and how much does your partner do on a scale of one being i do it all to nine being my partner does it all Yes. And five being Eve and Stevens. And then
1: the, the second bar was
0: How much do you want it to be?
1: Yes. Is what to that and what would you like it to be?
0: And so for things like planning and preparing meals, I do more than half of that. Cleaning up after meals, you do more than half of that.
1: Yes. Rep- and I would do more of the Cooking—if there was somebody who wouldn't complain about what we were
0: eating—yeah, I'm I'm good at meals children will eat and meals made or meals they should quickly. (laughs) Yeah, that they should eat. Yes, that that's I have more time and more experience cooking for small people quickly. Yes, so I just do it. Repairs around the home—we're about even. Yes. Yes. House cleaning. This one was funny because. You clean a lot because you had time before children. And so you're used to a clean house. I never had a time before children. I went straight from raising my siblings in a crazy home to raising my crazy ex and then moving to raising children in a crazy home. And I'm not using these, my apologies if it comes off ableist, but no, it was insanity inducing.
1: But I've also come out of a very nearly OCD state of how things need to be. And so I am a very orderly person.
0: When you were growing up, that was one of your very few things that you could control was how clean your house was.
1: Yeah, that that has a lot to do with it. I could control how the socks are in the drawer or what things are on top of the dresser or whatever. Yes. So uh, I did a lot of that. And I do like things where they go.
0: And when they are not where they go, it makes you uncomfortable. I... Less so than it used to.
1: I have adapted to quite a bit of things that are not where they're supposed to go.
0: I know. I
1: could I could see a lot of them if I looked right now.
0: Well, you remember how when you and I were first together and like you had put a bag of trash in the garage and I just walked around it like 10 times because I was like, oh, somebody put that there. I wonder what they're doing with it. And you would put it there because you wanted it to be in my way and I would take it the rest of the way out. And I was thinking, oh, somebody put that there. I'm not going to pay attention to it because someone else put that there on purpose. That's their thing. Yes. And so like, it's totally this adaptive thing that comes with parenting in a very hectic environment with a lot of additional challenges. The ability to overlook things is growing on you. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and one of the ways I do that though, I do have a method to this because my work wife understands that, that that can make me kinda crazy because she's way overboard. Like she
0: yeah, she's even more. She has
1: time for that and she has always been a person who does a lot like cleans under the washer once a week. Who does that? Somebody Your
0: work wife. Yes.
1: Moves <laughs> the fridge once a month and cleans back there, you know, I don't know. Those things. So the solution for that for me is to have certain spaces around the house that nobody else gets to put their stuff there. Yep. My stuff goes there exactly how I put it, and then everybody else's stuff goes everywhere else, really. So. Yeah, pretty much. That's how it's going to work. It is. Uh,
0: so we put that as being, I think, out of nine, I think that was eight that you do it, because I, I do try and I do yeah, some things. If I ask you... Yes.
1: Sometimes I have to ask you a lot because you're doing other things. And
0: yes. I and have to
1: remind you that I asked you that thing. and Yes. Yeah.
0: But, but then the question of how much would you like it to be, you said, well, I think we might be able to get you to... A six. Six. Nine. Maybe. I think once kids are out of the house, that would be an option.
1: Well, once kids are out of the house, I can clean things and most of it will stay where it is.
0: Yes, because that is true.
1: I put away lots of stuff now and it goes yeah. there for a while. Oh yeah. But we will not get me to a increase of fixing technology, so
0: it's it's true. Yeah. You you clean house, I clean computers. Yes. I make things work. I say this You make them go where they belong. Gadget
1: no worky. <laughs> And give it to you and you make it go. And I
0: do. It's what I do. Yes, and it then is, I that go is put correct. your shoes
1: away while you're doing it.
0: <laughs> yes, you do. Or yeah. the dishes or the everything. <laughs> True. Yes. And there, then there were a handful of other questions like, how happy are you in your relationship? And do you feel like your partner understands you? And do you feel like there's a person in your life that you can trust with your joys and sorrows? And is Do you have close friends that you can talk to? And on some of these, we diverged because you're an introvert. You have one or two close friends that you could tell anything to. And I have a whole bunch of friends, but you're really the only person I know that I could tell anything to. I have one or two that I could tell a lot of things to and a whole lot of people who I wouldn't tell much to.
1: Well, yeah, I do have some people like that on the periphery, but I do have a handful of people I could tell pretty much anything I needed to. Yeah. On a fairly regular basis.
0: And the one question that really stuck out was, compared to other relationships, how happy do you think you are in yours? Yes. And I was like, I am so happy in my relationship. And compared to other relationships, I think um, I got it really good. But the question wasn't how good do you think you have it? The question was, how happy are you? Or how happy do you think you are compared to other relationships?
1: Yes. And we would read the questions. And then you would say, I'd say yes. And you'd say very yes. Or very, very yes, because...
0: <laughs> because it's a spectrum of answers. Yes, it's a I'd, scale, yes. Yes,
1: and then I'd pick the one, and you'd click the thing. And
0: so you said, I'm happy. And I'm like, happy, in this question, refers to the average level of happiness. Do you think that you and I together have the average level of happiness? All things considered, that was the other part of the question. All things considered... <laughs> did you print it so I can... I did not print this oh. particular question. Okay.
1: Yes, it did say all things considered.
0: And so, you know, given our extraneous circumstances and our difficulties and bizarities, mm-hmm. all things put together, would you say that we are happier than or less happy than the average couple? And to what degree?
1: Yes, and, and it was and happy the, and very happy and extremely happy.
0: Yes, and it wasn't just happy; it was like happy with each other, like yes. in the with the relationship. Yes. And I would say, I am super happy with this relationship. This is awesome. Right. So... I got the best thing ever.
1: So you said you were surprised because we're trying to choose one. And I say very happy.
0: As and opposed to very, very happy or perfect.
1: Extremely happy was the, the next oh, one. Oh, extremely, up. yes. And, and very happy and then happy. And I said, I'm very happy. And you said...
0: That's only one step above average.
1: Not extremely happy.
0: And I was worried for a moment because I'm like, what do I need to do to make you happier?
1: (laughs) And I said, my scale doesn't go that high. And you were confused still as to how that was possible. And I said, I can't say extremely happy because I can't think of anything that I feel extremely happy about.
0: You just don't do extreme happy.
1: I don't. And I suppose that's unfortunate, but... I felt that I needed to answer the question honestly.
0: I think that's fair.
1: Yes, I and was. I, the top of my scale is very happy.
0: You're the top of your scale that's is not extremely ska- is not extremely happy. You don't do extremely happy. Do you do extremely any emotion?
1: I try not to do extremely mad mm-hmm. or extre- extremely aggravated or frustrated, which I sometimes feel I'm on the verge of as a parent. Hmm. Of a spastic child, yeah, who pesters. Yes, and I I love and, him and and
0: you oh know, yes I'm, yes I
1: do my best and we have our difficulties because we are very different that way him and I I'm sure that if I was a spastic pestery person he would have more fun he would also be less parented just saying
0: he would be significantly less parented because our teacher friend is a spastic pestery person and.
1: And she's toned herself down over the years. I'm she sure has. she was she's, more like him oh, I'm certain she was a kid. She
0: is much more functional, I'm sure, now she's than a, she, she, she ever has been.
1: She knows how to adult, and she's been adulting for a long time. She has. So,
0: But she was also one of those kids kind of like us that had to adult earlier than she was legally supposed to adult. Well, but
1: let's go back to the happy thing for a minute, because here's something I realized a few weeks ago when I was at the gym, and they, they play weird music while you're in the gym. Yes, they do. And I try not to take my headphones off for that reason. <laughs> I try to listen to YouTube of trans guys. But I was back in the locker room, so I had to take the earbuds out. And there was a song on the speakers. It was like a guitar rock song. Okay. And I should have shazammed it because I, if I don't, I never remember what it was.
0: There are words.
1: There were words and
0: they had Enough. to do with...
1: Like, uh, this guy was singing about... The good old days, you know, like, remember when we were young and what a great time we had and weren't those the good old days? No. Weren't those the best times ever? And I was thinking, no, exactly what you just said. No, those were not the best times ever. And no, I would never go back to anything. Actually, right now is the best time ever. Like it made me really think about it and I could feel that feeling, especially since I had just done my workout. So then you have those endorphins going. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, now in my life is the best time ever. There is nothing I want to go back to. Ever. Ever. I I might like to go to a beach in Hawaii again or somewhere in Europe again. Or,
0: or it, given the question in the survey, if you could go back and change things, would you? That's another story. Yes. But to go back to the time as it was? I would go back to nothing. Nothing. There is nothing
1: I look back on fondly. I look back on some things with my scale of, you know, happy, very happy, disappointed, very disappointed. Extremely disappointed. It does go extreme that way.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm uh, sorry. Yes. We got to figure out how to find you some extreme happy.
1: I'm not confident that that's necessary or going to be worth the effort, but anyhow.
0: If, if you're content, then I'm you know, I'm glad that you are.
1: Thank you. Because that, that song, and I, I wished I had found it, so maybe we'll find it and you'll know, uh-huh. Uh made me think, I am more happy now, and there is no wishful things about youth or whatever. There, none of that was worth whatever was going on. So Mm-mm. you can keep it. I'll stay here. <laughs> it's all good. That's great. Even with all the like hassles and how insane things can be with parenting special kids and trying not to get aggravated. I really don't. I would put more effort into and probably do on a regular basis not getting more aggravated Because it's hard.
0: It is. And it's gotten more hard for you lately. And I don't know how much of that is the socio-emotional changes that have happened in you as a result of transition. And how much of it is the developmental changes that have happened with the kid. And how much of that is the fact that you're also dealing with other stressors from your older family as well.
1: Well, it's all of those. You know, there's some of each in there, and it goes up and down on each of those levels, kind of like a
0: yeah, a bunch e- of different.
1: I oh. think you adjust on a volume thing. And the
0: equalizer.
1: The equalizer, yes. The equalizer all has different <laughs> levels at different times, and yes. The other uh, big factor is that his mommy has been very sick for an extended period of time with with no changes in
0: prognosis.
1: There is some hope that you'll get into a study and go to a university study that will be helpful because our doctors are not helpful.
0: In the middle of nowhere, they often aren't, especially if you uh, have a condition that falls outside of their normal scope of minimal experience.
1: Yes. And that makes me tired of being aggravated.
0: <laughs> yes. And I
1: am i just want a break. I'm not good at constant go and pestering and I would, really would you
0: like to take a week off and go visit someone go hang out with cousin Vinny or go do something somewhere no, that's not here
1: I don't think I could do that I've taken time off of work for all of these other things that people have needed recently oh that's why last Monday I stayed home mm-hmm. sick as my work wife and I like to call it I had an earache. some people like to say it's an eye ache such as I couldn't uh, I, see I, yes. going to work
0: I have an eye problem. I have an
1: eye problem. Yes. But it's not. It's an earache because one time she went to her doctor and said she had an earache and he said, there's nothing wrong with your ear. And she got really mad at him and asked him if his medical license came out of a cracker jack box. She's known him him a long time. She can ask him things like that. And he just laughed at her. But um, he talked to her about stress and said he thought her earache was...
0: TMJ. TMJ.
1: Yeah, tension. And so the day before I took Monday off, the Sunday, I was at the store, and I went to look for something. And when I looked up, I think I was looking to see, did they get other bitters in the store? And it was above where I was looking because that's where the guy had told me they would be. And I was just being nosy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because I was in the store, and I was away from the kid, and it was better than being... (laughs) You'll you'll
0: you'll go out to the store where there's lots of people if it means getting away from the one extra pestery people.
1: Yeah, there wasn't anybody in that aisle but me. But as I looked up, my ear hurt, and I thought, I have an earache. (laughs) I'm going to stay home when everybody goes away. And I was, you know, hoping you were going to stay home, but that didn't work out because the other parenting unit for the other children was not able to complete his functions that day, and then you got stuck with yes the it's a,
0: no, another so, story Yes. in any
1: case i did go off and and
0: and you went off and had some private time and it was pleasant
1: yes i went out in nature and hung out and i didn't do a lot i was i've
0: you needed to not do a lot that I'm day i think tired
1: so. of being tired but this parenting thing is exhausting and a little bit <laughs> so we, so, we yeah. actually have no child today and, and so that's been just downtime you mm-hmm. said so, you know Usually you say, what are your plans? But I told you first. I say, my plans are to sit around in my underwear and do nothing.
0: Your other plan was to go around the house naked as much as possible just because you could.
1: Yes, there was no dick patrol and I could, you know, let it hang loose.
0: Yay. And I said, my plan was to enjoy you walking around the house naked as much as possible. Yes, I could, I could
1: cram, cram all the time into the few hours there are of no...
0: Yes, good for you.
1: No monitoring of my... Nethers. Yeah, the basically the dick patrol.
0: Yes. Oh, it's crazy. I, I wonder. Still somet- stuck.
1: My I wonder sometimes if if I would be less comfortable without it in general though because I have the dick patrol at home. I have that awareness when I go other places. I'm not then overwhelmed by oh I'm in the locker room.
0: You you have the prior experience with a small man, and so then when you're out around all the other big mans, it's not a thing.
1: It's pretty much not a thing. I have an awareness, but not a, a freak-outness, worriness... That's good. ...thing, because I already know what to do. Mm-hmm. But it was ni- nice not to have to do anything to ensure my privacy today. That's good. So...
0: I I often don't do things to ensure my privacy, because I...
1: Because if if he comes by and sees you naked, he says, ew, and runs
0: away. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> so. It is true. And occasionally he'll get after me because, or he'll try to, I should say, because we have tried our darndest to keep him from being quite such a weenie wagger. Yes. And he still tries on regular occasions to get away with exposing his naked body to everybody else's brains and eyes and brains. And... So we regularly remind him, you know, that he's supposed to have a door closed and only himself and no other mammals in a room while he is undressed.
1: And he gets mad at you because you, he says your door is open. And, and we've pointed out to him, well, you have to be aware of what's going on in the house.
0: So number two, child, while you're in the bathroom, using the bathroom, when you have to sit down and poop, are you being responsible for anything else anywhere else in the house? No. When you have to change your clothes or get ready for school, are you being responsible for anything else anywhere else in the house? No. (laughs) When I'm changing my clothes, I'm still responsible for the whole house. I'm going to leave it open at least enough for me to hear what's going on and probably enough for me to see what's going on.
1: Considering there's a weenie wagger running around the house. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) And I don't, like walk out there naked. Like I go, we have the way our bedroom is set up. It's kind of a U shape from the bedroom door to the master bathroom. And so it is all open air, but it's a completely different direction. Like he would have to have a periscope to see me actually naked at any given time.
1: Well, the other thing is, let's say you did come to that doorway or something the teenager knows enough that if you are in here possibly changing, he, he approaches the room looking at the floor because he doesn't want to know.
0: He, he does. He has learned to avert his eyes, which I think is also a useful adult skill. Yes. Learning how to avert one's eyes.
1: Yes. He, he doesn't want to see what you're doing, whatever no. it is. <laughs> He he just wants to ask something
0: Uh, Although there was that one time when you and I were first dating I think it was the first time you stayed the night or the second Second That he comes and he's I can kind of sort of hear our door just squeak just a little bit And then I hear footsteps going down the hall
1: (laughs) Yeah, he he came in there
0: He was was trying to figure out what was going on But then he did regret it And I think after that he realized "Mm, No thank you
1: yeah, he doesn't
0: want to. <laughs> Which is kind of a, a weird thing anyway, like even for cis parents, like, you know, you know that you're going to get interrupted on occasion. Yes. And if you handle it well, then kids have a healthy understanding of romantic expressions, but they also get a little bit squicked out and should run away. And that's kind of how it should be at that developmental stage.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This is okay for adults, but I think it's icky.
1: Yes. Good. Go away then. Exactly. Yes.
0: <laughs> and so at that point, you know, it was also that thing of this isn't the, the, the typical, this isn't hetero when he was peeking in like, what are you doing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like... Yeah, you
1: got you? up to go check on him. I yet. did.
0: I got up I to did. go check on him. he says, what were you guys doing? And I said, we were cuddling. Uh-huh. I think we were getting ready to have sex. Uh-huh. And he's just like, oh.
1: I didn't want to know that. <laughs> I'm like, la la la. La la
0: <laughs> And at that point, you know, I needed to model for him that sex is healthy. Yes. Sex is nothing to be embarrassed about.
1: You came to our room, so may- maybe you needed something. Let me check on you.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, you are important enough to me to interrupt my own enjoyment. That's what we do all the time. (laughs) But now I'm going to be done with you. And I'm going to model for you that sex is healthy and enjoyable and not for you. And you're going to get squicked out. Yes. Because you're a preteen and that's what you do. Yeah. And I'm going to go away now. Yeah. And you're going to go to sleep. Yeah. And dream about unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. So there. (laughs) Yeah. So he learned to avert his eyes. And number three, doesn't avert her eyes, but she's also not squicked out by things.
1: No. It's of no matter to her if you have your clothes on or not, or some of them or whatever. It's not what's on her agenda. What's on her agenda is what she's about to ask you.
0: Right. And so whenever I am dressing, and this is what I used to do with number one before he outgrew the ability to see me naked, quite frankly. hmm they knock on the door, and I say, I'm changing, but you can come in if you need me. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she'll just come in. And she'll just come in. Even
1: if she doesn't really need you, but just wants something.
0: Yes, that's true. <laughs> and if I'm naked changing, I will say that as well, so that it's not, I'm changing and I'm half-dressed. It's, I'm in the bathroom, I'm getting dressed, but I'm naked. You can come in if you need me. Mm-hmm and she'll just come in there and talk to me and she'll look at my face and she won't be like weird about anything and she no, she
1: doesn't which is, care at all.
0: You know, for a 3rd grader with
1: her ability to her, process yeah, things, yes.
0: It's no big no. Which is how it was in my house growing up. Nudity was a common thing.
1: People have bodies.
0: People do have bodies and my parents were insistent. My mother was a nursing student. My mother this was one of like 5 degrees that she started but never finished. But she was a nursing student, and she was also the victim of abuse, and so she wanted to be absolutely certain that A, I was comfortable with my body, and B, I had the correct terminology if I ever needed to tell anybody anything. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be going to the teacher saying my stomach hurt. Mm -hmm. And so from the time I could talk, I knew the right words for everything and was not embarrassed to say anything. I'm still not embarrassed to say anything, but that's another story. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with that. No. (laughs) But, you know. So, I think that's good that she has that.
1: Yes. He doesn't... He's nosy. He is. And he thinks things are his business that are not. And...
0: And he's especially interested in the things that men with fragile egos are particularly interested in. Like, the sizes of people's dicks, and who can do things better, and who's the stronger one and the sizes of people's dicks yes
1: <laughs> which is none of his business
0: no but <laughs> that's our dick patrol we've talked about him a couple yeah, times for yeah. that reason i'm not sure that was all the
1: tangent you wanted to go on but that's no
0: okay. it's, it was a good tangent i figured it would fill out the rest of the episode so that's okay okay So, you only have very happy. I wonder if that will continue the upward trend. Upward trend? You said that this is like the happiest you've been, like this is the best that your life has been. Yes. I wonder if that upward trend will continue.
1: I don't know. I hope so. Not really worried about it.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah.
1: It is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, despite the dick patrol and whatever else goes on still better.
0: It is still better. It's way better. So, yay for transparenting.
1: Okay. <laughs> yay for the trans part of it anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Parenting has to happen, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Since we don't have to do any parenting, we should stop talking about it.
0: So I guess that's it.
1: Or at least we don't have to do any right now.
0: Not for another six to eight hours?
1: I'm going to say eight to twelve.
0: Ooh, lucky us.
1: I know, that's optimism. (laughs) Uh, Not very optimism, not extremely,
0: (laughs) just optimism. (laughs) All right. All right, that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time, we are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. And then to state the ways that each of your children came to be part of your family, you know, if you're a blended family like ours, where some kids came from one fam- part one some came from another part, or whether it was... Do you want to
1: say that all over? Because you're not going to like the way those No, were. I'm
0: not. <laughs> it's totally this adaptive thing that comes with raising parents in a... Or raising...
1: We tried to raise our parents. It did not work. No,
0: it did not. (laughs) My
1: my mother is a perfect example.
0: Yes, but parenting in a very hectic environment.